Mia. And I'm Sydney. And welcome to Whole Lot of Baca. In this episode, we're going to discuss Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Spoiler alert, we will be discussing the 20 episodes between episode 20 and 40. So if you have not watched yet, feel free to join us again next week. All right, now let the Bacchanus begin. Hello, hello, welcome back, Baca family. Hello. We are back with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Episodes 20 through 40, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's hard for everyone to keep up with. (laughs) First, I want to say that Winry was actually going to kill somebody. Yo, she was ready to catch a body. I mean, she honestly already is about to kill Edward every time, but like that's like a given. I'm not shocked about that. If he ever ended up actually dead, I she was like for real ready for a teardrop. But I, (laughs) 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 but I about that life. I'm I'm on her side for it though. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame her. I mean, when you think of it, her and Scar doing the exact same thing. Like Scar is avenging his family and his entire clan, really. Mm-hmm. And Winry's upset because he killed her parents. And I think, but it's like, but here's the thing with that, right? Scar is killing doctors that were sitting there saving anybody's life, mm-hmm. right? That's what doctors do on the battlefield. They will save anybody, whatever, a casualty. You were like, I can understand the, the, the alchemists, okay? Kill Edward, kill Alphonse, kill Mustang, kill Hawkeye. Killing the doctor? He was coming for everybody just like they did to him. But the doctors didn't do anything. The doctors didn't help. You know how, like, in prison, they over The doctors didn't do anything, but what I'm saying is the alchemist killed his doctors. They killed his... You know what I mean? Like, they killed everybody on his side without without discrimination. So he was, like, basically doing the same thing. He was literally, like, getting revenge, you know? Like, he was doing it back. Those same doctors were were also saving his people's lives that were still alive at that time. Yeah, I remember. So that, like, you know, that kind of aspect, like, I can understand they were only helping their side, but they Mm -hmm. were there helping everybody, anybody type thing. And they showed no hostility or anything like that. And it's just like, I can understand the alchemist, but like the Mm -hmm. doctors, like like I said, in jail, they protect the children. They go after the molesters and beat their ass. Beat the alchemists. The alchemists are the molesters in this situation. The doctors are the children. Protect the children. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. It was very, but hey, I was still on her for shooting Scar because of the fact that like he was gonna kill her. Yeah. I just, I was just so annoyed that she was there in the first place. I'm always annoyed when with any female character that is literally doing shit else is there. <laughs> she is always there at the worst times. Like, like, why are you here? Like, and just like how we were talking about in the last episode, like she has no actual understanding of, of what's going the on. The fact that they're in the military, like to her, it's like she's never heard of war or what soldiers do because right. she is genuinely so clueless at the fact that she is there in danger all the time like i'm gonna i'm gonna just popping up like are you crazy i'm gonna fast forward to like another time in these like 20 episodes that she came out of nowhere and i guess i i get it i understand but it's like she was still put in harm's way so when they were up north and you know how his like 
his uh, auto mail froze up because it's not yeah. cold weather, weather and stuff like that. And I understand that like he needed a mechanic or whatever, mm-hmm. but like she ended up being with Kimberly of all people. I know. And I understand because she has easy, such an easy way for them to manipulate uh, them because she all up in their business. I mean, she had to though, because like he said, I wasn't gonna let anybody else. He's said it multiple times that like he wasn't gonna let anybody else touch his auto mail, which mm-hmm. I understand that shit. But it's like fix the shit in a secluded room. You know, sh- go and call somebody up from Central or whatever to personally escort him or her. I mean, not Kimberly. Why? Did, how did Kimberly escort her? How did he? How did she get in his car? I mean, That's- because Kimberly got himself free reign of the entire government. He does, but how does he? How did he know about Winry? Because Winry is a is an out of you know company person. Because she'd be all up in everybody's business. How would they not know about her? Like they have probably you know they have to. They're in the military. They got to report everything they do. And there's always this random ass civilian that they're having to fucking go out of their way to save. Is I guess tied to the to the Elric brothers. Kimberly is was out of jail for less than twenty four hours. And he's all, already and he is on it. He's right, already got his hand on her. Yes, he's been waiting for this moment. He's not missing a single thing. He over there got a anyway. he got a philosopher's stone stuck up in his throat, ready <laughs> to come back out. Doable. He needs it. How do you feel about him anyway? I think he is awful, but he is amazing. He's literally a psychopath. I like him, but I do like him. You know, I, I like, like him a lot. That. He, when you said he was on it, he was on it when it came to Scar. Cause it's like, were you a, tra- a, a tracking dog, a hound dog in your past life? Because like, how do you get out of jail? You know, nothing of the situation that's going on here, but you are able to played everything from the time he's gone out of jail. The way he's just played everyone and gone his way with everything he's done. What, <laughs> just been like what I think I is want to hate him, but I don't. I, what I think is insane is when he got out of jail, right? Mm. And the the guard that had him had the audacity, knows what he's done in the past, had the audacity to insult him. Like he wasn't going to fuck with you. <laughs> like that shit was so funny when he put like the, the quote ticking time bomb on him and like he was freaking out after mm-hmm. he just berated him and was like, oh, you're this. Da, da, da. And he's like, Kimberly, please. Get it off of me. I'm like, I if that was a real bomb, I wouldn't get it off either. <laughs> like you were trying me like I'm not in prison for killing. Like a, I'm not everything you just said. Right. <laughs> like I'm not saying that to me. Why? You want to see proof? Like, I'll give it to you. Easy. He's already ruthless and a savage. You just reminding him of what he can't, he's capable of. Like that was so dumb. So dumb. I just, but I love, I like Kimberly though. I really do like him. I do too. I enjoy his character. He was like, he was a great addition. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get to Ling. Mm-hmm. I don't really talk much about Ling. No, there's no reason to. There wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't until now. Because mm-hmm. now he's greed, the new greed. Mm-hmm. And I, I like him as greed. What? I like him as greed. I do too. He's way more sensible than the first greed and like some of the other people that are now still homunculus, like Envy and and Gluttony. And And it's like, I wonder what it is, you know, that made it. And I know it's like he has this whatever 
alliance with the actual greed, but I'm like, how did he end up being like the most compatible person? Because <laughs> right. it's not even like based off of Ling's personality. Because right. Ling's personality is nothing like this new greed's personality. He's mm-hmm. chill. Ling is annoying as fuck and loud, and like he pissed me off before he became greed. And like Alphonse and Edwards are doing like everything they can to help Ling, even though like they just met him and they're like, bro, you're kind of annoying. But then Ling, when Gluttony, uh ate them he's like i i would leave you absolutely if you died in here i wouldn't care i wouldn't even tell alphonse like he like i'm just like what in the he's like i have a country to save and i'm like and without edward you will not be saving this country why are you being yeah, so I wasn't I was definitely not a huge fan of him either before uh he became greed after he became greed that was when i liked him yeah. I'm like, oh, this is like the best character development ever. <laughs> but um, yeah, pre-greed, no. He was just such a douche. Right. I just He's very like, you know, you could he was very much that naive, spoiled king character, like that even though he's world, even though he's like shit, you know what I mean? But he's like 23rd to the throne. So he doesn't even like he's not even super king or prince status. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's got, he, he's, yes, he is. No, he's not. He's literally going back to be the emperor. That's his, go- no, 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 no. He's got a shit ton of siblings. And uh-huh. he it has to try to find how to be immortal so that he jumps the line. That oh. is the whole reason why he wants a philosopher's stone. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. The, now that he's greed, he's trying to t- basically get in greed's mind to kind of take over greed again. So that he can go back home and be king. Oh, okay, okay. I thought he was already the king. No, no, no. He's like, I think it's like his his dad is dying or some shit. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, and so he's got a whole bunch of siblings. And I think Mei Chang is also from, which she was in the last 20 episodes. He's from a different clan. She, yeah, she's from a different clan, but the same, the same um, country where they have the different alchemy and stuff. Yeah, alka history. Right? Right? I don't, no, that's not the country they're from. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying, like, the the what they, like, study. My bad. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But alka history would be amazing. Because it's like, Alphonse was talking about how it was, like, healing properties and whatnot. Yeah. I just don't understand how they don't know anything about alka history. I mean, it seems like they don't interact very much with the other culture. <laughs> like, you don't see no one else like them walking around. They didn't already slaughter the tan people. Exactly. So, <laughs> so you think you think they want to hang out, go visit? No. Figure out anything else? There's they think <laughs> they're already superior. Very American of them. They're like, let's 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 just stay where we're at. Like, not we are the better country there. Okay. That's what they're like, let's not poke the sleeping bear. Like, I'm just going to stay right over here. Are you talking yeah. about Ling's country or Alphonse and El- Edward's country? Ling's country. Oh, okay. Because I was talking about Edward and Alphonse. They're very American. Yeah, no, 100%. Okay. I, thought of them, I thought of them more like German because he's a Fuhrer. <laughs> oh, but, I was just thinking of the whole, like, big dick energy. Yeah. Part of it is America. <laughs> How we're better. We don't need to go anywhere else. <laughs> what they think um when alphonse and ling 
not Alphonse, Edward and Lane got eaten by gluttony. Mm-hmm. And Envy was there. And they were talking about how like Envy was like super heavy for such a tiny person. I thought that was cool, number one. That's not where I'm getting at. But when Edward was really surprised that Envy turned all of Xerxes into a philosopher's stone, mm-hmm. like that's not what they're trying to do with your country. Right. Like, is that not what you know? was insane to me. Like when you were like finding out like they turn entire towns into a homunculus or whatever. Not a homunculus. That is insane. For like, like what? How is that the, like, I mean, it was just crazy. It was so trippy. When you think about it, it was like the, the whole like little, what do you, what would you call it? Like mythology they got going on. Mm-hmm. It's that- so trippy. That you can't exchange nothing else bigger than that. Right. But I guess there isn't anything bigger than a human life. Yeah. And And especially like a whole bunch of them. Right. But it's like, it's not even like, oh, it's like you sacrifice two people and you get a philosopher's stone. Like, no, you got to sacrifice an entire continent (laughs) to get half of one. And the fact that they're just like, yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. I mean, it's all to right. That's the other thing that like doesn't make any sense to me about Edward and Alphonse is they were sitting there trying to find the philosopher, knowing good and damn well how they're gonna get it, or how anybody gets it now. Like I understand that's the whole point of Alka history. Now they didn't always know, but like even after they, even after they, they were definitely traumatized after they found out. They know even after they found out they were still like we need to be able to find a philosopher's stone. I'm like, but you know what what people sacrifice to get that. Yeah, like there's I mean, you, don't have to, you don't have to sack. I think for like a regular philosopher's stone, they sacrifice what was it seven people? That's still something that they don't want to do. I know. I mean, it's still insane. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I think that they want to try to get a philosopher's stone without actually doing the dirty work of getting a philosopher's stone. Right. Or they found out about alka history and what that can do to help mm-hmm. them. Which is why there should be another season of them. Like, you know, I mean, never mind. We're we're still too early. <laughs> you're about to already talk about your strifes with the damn show <laughs> i always do this i mean it's always because it's like the ending is always like the part where you're like all right now i can change ten thousand things about this show mm-hmm. so i definitely get why you would want to just go ahead and skip to that especially like when you already watch it and then you go back and reflect and like you notice and connect more things Mm-hmm. Or you notice like plot holes. Exactly. Like the whole, the fact that they knew that Fury Bradley was a homunculus, but then literally five episodes later, they were still surprised that he was a homunculus. <laughs> I'm just like, you just found this out. What do you mean? Why are you surprised? Like it yeah. literally happened five episodes ago. So in your time, that probably was like a week. I was surprised. Not surprised. But, like, okay, so with Salim, I knew something was up when you found out that, like, homunculuses couldn't have kids. And then, like, you just had Salim being all mm. extra affectionate when, like, the fear isn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, something is odd here with this child. Like, who is this child? It's the freaking first homunculus ever. And it's still in child form. Doesn't Literally. even change. And his character is just so funny to me. That's like, I mean, that's the perfect like setup though. It's like, you yeah. wouldn't think that the first homunculus would be a child. You would have thought mm-hmm. that it would be Fear Bradley because he looks the oldest out of I everything. Mean, but what were they going to do like when it was time for him to grow up? 
I don't I don't know. I think because of the fact that he was quote unquote adopted, he's always looked like that, but now he has to change his appearance. No, I'm saying when he ages, like he's supposed to be his son, like you have to grow up at some point. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like he yeah. probably stayed looking like the Sleem that we see now. Well, for because him. they found pictures of him from like back in the day, like they're in black and white and he still looked the exact same. Right. That's what I'm saying. He then got adopted. Now that he's adopted, he has to start to age. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm saying, does he have that ability? Because only Envy has that ability. Mm. That's no, what Envy's able to change her, like, her facial features. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's, that's not necessarily aging, I guess. But I guess the whole point is that he's not supposed to stay that little forever. Everybody's supposed to be dead by the point, by the time they realize that Salim is supposed to be older than he actually is, everybody should be dead. No. So maybe, maybe he doesn't have that capability, but he thinks that he's like, okay, everything no. is going to happen before. I guess that's true. Like, they're already plotting this thing. Like, it's going to be done in like three months. Right. So it's like, by that time, they're not going to realize that Salim is never going to grow up. Because mm-hmm. you guys will all be a philosopher's stone by then. So, yeah. I thought that that uh, uh, Scar was going to slap the fuck out of May. Like when um, when he was talking about how he made a Philosopher's Stone, like he was telling Scar and her how, to, how they made it. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he said how he did it. And she got really excited about it. And I'm like, did, do you not know? I think, I, no, 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 no. I think it's that, May found out that he was able to do it. Like he knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. And they had already known how to get the philosopher's stone before they met Marco, the doctor that did it. Right. And she went up to Marco and was like, Oh my gosh, what? And she's all excited and stuff like that. I'm like, bitch. Scar is standing right there. His whole family got slaughtered because of that shit. What the fuck are you? If you don't chill out, I was literally too excited. Too excited. Too excited. But I don't think she knew that, like, prior to then. I thought she did. Maybe, like... I think that the doctor told her about it, like, right after that. Because Mm -hmm. he, like, checked her. Okay. Yeah. But still, Scar knew. I thought it was crazy how he disfigured his face. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's smart. It was smart, but I was like, dang. <laughs> like, he couldn't have just put on a hood. Right. Like, he you still had the hood anyway. A mask? Did you disfigure your face? <laughs> How you disfigure his face? I mean, his name is Scar, so he's disfigured his, his face at some point, but now it's recognizable as Scar. <laughs> and he didn't do that to himself. No, you're right. <laughs> he didn't. So he he's got only tan- obvious as fuck and hasn't disfigured himself, but he gonna disfigure the doctor. Even if he wasn't, even if he, if he didn't have the scar on his face, if Scar didn't have the scar on his face, he's the only tan person with red eyes mm-hmm. in all of Central. The only other one that we've seen is up north. Yeah. Like, you were recognizable regardless. S- sticking out like a sore freaking thumb. Like, good grief. I liked when they went up north because I liked um, Armstrong's sister. Oh, yeah. That was so funny when they kept thinking that he was a, that they were spies. Yeah. Are <laughs> you a spy for Drachma? And I'm like, Drachma sounds like a, a freaking Stranger Things like monster. 
like not the name of a country. Not yeah, not the name of a country, but a of a creature, a nasty looking creature. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand when like sloth came back, which number one completely forgot about sloth's ass. Um, <laughs> but I don't understand why they couldn't just tell Armstrong's sister about sloth and what sloth was because it's like what is going because on because they were already like sworn to secrecy by the fear like they already she already threatened winry's life and all that uh okay but then they, so were they weren't allowed to say it because remember she was trying to interview them all hard and question them all hard and they were like refusing to break down and she was like i know when you're lying and she, he was like we are lying but like we literally can't tell you how would Fear Bradley really know? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he got ways. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm just like, I would have just like, Ixnit, I'm like, Fear, like, I would have spoke Pig Latin or something. <laughs> 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 to try to get like, so that it can't be like tracked or whatever. But it's just like. Right, because no one knows Pig Latin. <laughs> <laughs> pig latin you know and do some extra shit with it i don't know but it's just like if it's right like here's the thing i can understand i can morris go right i can understand if you know she was asking these questions and sloth wasn't right there like it was literally right in front of her face like she has the right to ask questions at that point you can't hide it from her because number one you're in her territory she has every right to kill your ass literally if you don't tell her what's going on. And it's like, we also completely disregarded the uh, letter of recommendation. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, there probably was something in that letter that she needed to know, but she wanted to rip it up because she mad at her brother (laughs) for whatever reason. And like, it's just, you need to tell her because they're coming, they're coming up to the North. Scar was on his way to the North. Kimberly's on his way to the north to stop Scar, which that whole manhunt was amazing. Yeah. But it's like they're come they're going to come up to her base. You're going to wait until they're at her door knocking to tell her who they are? Well, folks, that's exactly what he did. Like <laughs> I it was that was exactly what he did. That he was did this whole roundabout way of of, of telling her they ended up like uh they ended up one of the guys one Who of the Bradley's people. It was cuz because it was, this was when Kimberly finally arrived. So obviously Kimberly is with the Fuhrer. Mm-hmm. So he's he's on the homunculus side. Mm-hmm. Without really knowing what's No, going I guess on. he does know. He knows about all the bullshit. Yeah. So he also had a guy with him who was another oh, Yeah, he up. knows Envy. That's right. Yeah, so he had another higher up with him. That also obviously was with the fear and was in on the whole plan. Mm-hmm. And they basically like played him into spilling the information about that. That was their way of telling her that it like what they needed to tell her. Was yeah, that, but that was waiting too long. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. Like they did this whole roundabout way of getting her the information. It's just, it's also the way and how quick he was able to just give her that information. Yeah. I'm like, that, you, that part was killing me. I was like, the way you're so readily saying this, but it made sense because they're all government higher ups. 
that are that are doing that are in it in the first place. And she herself is a government higher up. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's and then on top of that, up. she runs a whole army. Right. So it makes sense that they would offer up this whole nonsense to her. What tripped me out was when like she was uh, when she agreed to it. What tripped what tripped me out is how she was playing about it. Like it was too I feel like it was too obvious cuz like I can understand if he had to come to her and was like don't you want to gain more power? Like you're already up here. You can be, you know, 10 times better than yourself. It's mm-hmm. her coming up. Because she's already like an outlier, basically. Mm-hmm. Everybody else other than the North talks to each other and knows about each other and what they're doing, right? At least to some degree. She doesn't know shit. Anything. Yeah, anything. She so doesn't like, even know about them like individually, like what they're like, they're ha- you know, like how to expect them to react type shit. She right. Them. So it's the fact that she came up to him and was like, Oh, I would like a, just so much immense power and da 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 da. And it's like, it's just the way, and he even said something. He was like, Oh, you're acting mighty strange. Mm-hmm. Like, you're acting real weird, real different, you know, because normally, like, yeah. you'd be, you're able, like, you're strong. You're a strong woman. Like, you're very will, will powered in your head. You wouldn't be able to have kids. She's like, You think I'm worried about kids? Right. She's very hard and very. Yeah goal-oriented, job-oriented, and whatnot. But then she was acting like a little damsel in distress. Yeah. Type shit. And it's like, dainty, right. And I'm like, you sat here, noted that she was acting strange, and then still gave up information. (laughs) That is the strange, that's what tricked me out, Mia. Yes, Yes, me too. That's why I'm like, the fact that that even worked, like the round, the fact that they took that roundabout way was already ridiculous. The fact that it worked was like a thousand times more ridiculous. Right. <laughs> like my mouth was on the floor because I completely forgot that the scene even played out. My mouth was on the floor. I'm like, it It was like a two minute conversation. That's why I had to bring it up. Like, I was like, this needs to be discussed. It was a one scene thing. Literally. Nia. It wasn't even interrogation. And what I thought also was funny is that she was like, she said like, oh, I wouldn't dare touch or hurt the, the, flo- uh, the, the kids. You know, talking about the Elric brothers because, like, you know, their children, da, 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 all that stuff. And the dude that attacked the Elric brothers when they first got to the north with like the really big, like, claw chainsaw looking arm, mm-hmm. he was like, "Ha! She would have tortured you in no in no second. She's lying." I'm like, okay, thanks. Thank you for letting me know that she's lying. Like, I didn't already know that she was possibly that she's lying. Right. Like she was, she's already ripped up her own brother's handwritten letter with love, with love, yeah. and and has already Long threatened time. a couple times already. She was so, so funny. I I, re- I liked her character. A lot. I did too. I think her character was necessary because yes, Riza and Hawkeye just weren't ever. Huh? One of the best female characters. Yes, Riza and Hawkeye weren't cutting it. I was like, y'all aren't strong enough. They were just very bleh. They Hawkeye was probably haircut. Hawkeye was the at them. closest to cool to me just because of the fact that she was a sniper. Right. I thought that was fire. And then the whole storyline where her burned back, I was like, where did this come from? There's like so much going on. Was it burned or was it? Touched? Yeah, okay. So like her dad basically, I guess, figured out the Philosopher's Stones and stuff. And for whatever reason, 
tattooed his life, his life's work onto her back. I don't know why he didn't do it on his own back. I don't know. Reach there on his daughter's back and then decides his last dying wish that this is too much for humanity. And he doesn't do it himself. He puts this on Mustang on his deathbed. He's like, you know what? That was a horrible idea. Like, don't let anybody find that. Go burn her up. It dies. <laughs> now just, Mustang has to go burn her back. Like, I wouldn't be doing that shit. Because, like, how many people are going to see my back? You'd have to know that there's something on my back to even try to get to my back. Exactly. So I'm not doing that. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it either. I'm like, he's dead. Like, <laughs> right. haunt, me, haunt me from the grave. But I'm not burning my back. You shouldn't have put it there in the first place. Right. Like, what the f- I can't. I can't. Yeah, I also can't. How do you feel about Hohenheim and his backstory? <laughs> the side I didn't mean, I didn't, guys next episode. No, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it in any time away. Okay. <laughs> so? I would say maybe it was unexpected, like the the thing in the flask. Wait, did we see that episode already? Uh, I don't know, because I'm not ringing a bell. Oh yeah, no, it's literally um, episode forty <laughs> when you find out. Like, um, so yeah, so he was a slave, mm-hmm. and he just finds this random being in, a fl- in like a being mm-hmm. in a flask. Yep. Who wants to like know what humanity is like, basically? Um, yeah, you know, I just I don't know. I don't know how to describe. This is the part where I said it's trippy. Like, then it gets into all this other this universal alchemy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> there's like two Hohenheims, and he basically yeah. like took his body, but mm-hmm. but didn't take his body. But he basically told the king like this whole time he's convincing them that they're coming up with like a uh what is it like a invention cure for immortality basically for the king because he's old and dying Mm. and last minute what he really does is burn the entire continent turn everybody into i don't even know i guess they he turned the whole country into a philosopher's stone so that they can both be immortal Mm -hmm. but like how can you share a philosopher's stone I didn't even know that was a thing. I guess because he wasn't a body in the first place. Oh, true. Like he wasn't a human to begin with. Right. Yeah. So for him, it was like something different. Like, I guess for Honenheim, he had to do like the trade thing. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the flask thing probably didn't have to do that because it's just a whatever. We don't even know. There's no explanation as to what it is, or where it came from. Very true. How do you feel about Hohenheim being a father? he might as well be Gon's father right the excuses I didn't get that I didn't get why like he was like oh you know she was like oh you you haven't hugged them like you know I'm a monster what get the (laughs) fuck out of my face (laughs) what is the children do not see you as a monster like you hug me right you had sex with me (laughs) <laughs> have two of them little fuckers and had two children right and you don't hug them because you're a monster you didn't you weren't thinking about that when you was piping your wife down fuck out of here and then him being like i need to go away wait for me here 
okay, I'll never leave the house again. Bitch, what? And because of that, she got sick and died. And now your sons have no body and no arm and leg. And you don't even know till 10 years later. Right. You don't even don't come back for visits. Right. Don't send a letter. <laughs> Nothing. But you love them so much. That you, that you would leave the house to do whatever fucking research that you have to do. And you didn't even want them to see you leave. Right. But you love them so much. Don't make no damn sense. Shedding a tear. He didn't want he didn't want them to see him shedding a thug tear. That's why. <laughs> them taking a picture together and him crying in the picture. I don't remember what their mom said to him to make him cry, but I'm like, don't cry now. <laughs> you better lose your entire family. You made your choice. Right. Grandma done seen you more than your kids have. <laughs> Because once he said that he was leaving, that's when she was like, well, we're making memories, bitch. Like, we taking <laughs> pictures. So that our kids at least know what you look like. I like, knew he wasn't coming back. You knew. She said, and that no. Was- the least you can do is sit your ass down for a picture. Go <laughs> brush your hair. You better, you better suck up them tears like SpongeBob be sucking up them tears. <laughs> like a damn sponge. Get that out your eyes. <laughs> You know what you're doing. Why are you crying? Literally, yeah. no yeah. one told you to do this. Nobody. You could have, like, you lived this long without having to leave. Just, I can't. I can't. Hohenheim, you are something else. I'm upset that they take after him. I know. They're so adorable, though. With at least the blonde hair. They're so adorable, though. I know. I love Alphonse. I love that they have like blonde eyes too. Blonde. I know it's like their it's hair, their eyes are the exact same color. You said blonde eyes. I'm dead. <laughs> That's literally the exact same color. It is. You are correct. But I like <laughs> ever like thought to say blonde. <laughs> like I just it's, just imagined the actual color of their eyes being hairy as it blue. Ew. Yeah. I mean, you're the one that said blonde. Shit. I know, but my my brain didn't go there. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah. yeah. So I guess we've got a lot of things to conclude in mm-hmm. the next 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. And we will got we will see you guys next week with Seven Deadly Sins. See you then. Look forward to it. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed our talk on Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and we hope you come back next Wednesday. Next episode, we'll discuss Seven Deadly Sins Season 2 and 3. Don't forget to connect with us at bakahanasu at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, our YouTube channel, and of course, this podcast, at Holada Baka. Info in the show notes below, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Bye!